0: Eli, what's like the weirdest time signature that you guys play in?
1: Um, the weirdest one. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I really keep track of until we write. Like we don't really keep track of the the time signatures we're playing in. None of us are very well versed in music theory at all. Yeah, like we, yeah me if, neither, we, dude. Yeah, we we mess with drum, drum time signatures and stuff like that, but we don't mean to write stuff in certain time signatures. We just write riffs, and then they come out yeah to be in the time that they're in. Most I'm, every in four.
0: I'm the same way, dude. Like I, a bunch of my friends are like, "Yo, why the fuck do you write and blah blah blah?" I'm like, "Yo, I just kind of write what sounds good to me." Like
1: that's yeah, that, exactly, exactly.
0: And I think that's like the best way to do it. I mean, yeah, Petrucci's amazing, but holy shit, man! I don't have money to go to school for that. Uh, yeah,
1: exactly. I, 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 when he when he talks about music theory and stuff, I am lost like two seconds in.
0: Yeah, he's insane. So, yeah. what bands do you guys currently look up to that have made a pretty big name out of themselves from Kansas City?
1: Uh, from Kansas City. Uh, we play the ones we play gigs with and look up to the main two are uh, bands called uh, one's called Bleed the Victim and one's called Uh, Hellivate
0: we
1: play we played a lot of shows with them and they're really cool guys and they put on awesome live shows
0: what's your favorite bar to play
1: uh in Kansas well um Riot Room I think
0: gotcha yeah we played their own now i know me when i was playing shows when i was like 19 18 19 um yeah they always busted my balls for ids and shit like they would they let us play the set and then they'd be like all right that's it pack it up like do they oh
1: yeah uh for us we use i mean we we always have our dad there or both our parents so they they don't usually give us too much crap about that like we we usually i mean we get out early anyway like we're usually the opening band so we get out by like nine thirty or 10 yeah. most
0: nights you know it's kind of funny like do you guys play a lot of local shows or is it more nationals
1: um mo- mostly all local shows we're looking to change that but mostly all local shows
0: right um the one thing i've noticed about local shows within the last couple of years is being an opener on a local show is better than being the headliner but that's totally that's that's totally backwards for nationals you know what i mean yeah a lot of people they go to local shows they stay for one set two sets and then they leave pack that's it
1: up that's true a lot of the time we open and i feel like we have a bigger crowd than the main headliner which i just i i feel like people have been there like they get in the club or the bar, or whatever it is, and they they just don't, like, stay for the whole show. They see one or two acts.
0: Yeah, especially with locals. are like, oh, this is cheap. Whatever, I'm going to just go in, do what I want, and leave. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: So how has being brothers solidified the amount of time that you guys put into the music?
1: Um, being Actually... It 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 mainly just helps us because we all live in the same house, so we can jam whenever we want. We don't have to, uh, like no schedule, no schedule for yeah. We just jam
0: whenever we want. Your parents deal with that twenty four seven or what?
1: Yeah, they've been really good about it. It's it's super loud, and they're kind of gotten used to it. Maybe maybe not.
0: <laughs> I'm guessing I'm guessing tube amps. What do you got? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Now now loud tube amps and way bigger drums and everything.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Shit. I I got uh, flashbacks from doing the same stuff at my house when I was in high school. My parents yeah, were like, we, okay. get the hell out of here.
1: Yeah. We got a lot of earplugs in our house.
0: <sighs> That's awesome. So, in 2016, um, there was some posts that I saw that you guys played at the blues game at the Sprint Center. Maybe. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. Um awesome. what did you guys play?
1: Uh that was that was in the wake of that we were still playing like mostly Metallica covers. Mm-hmm. And that was in the we, we got asked to do that because we had a video of us playing on the street. That's when we still played a, a lot of gigs on the street.
0: Yeah. There's
1: a video playing on the street and then it went viral sort of and we got asked to play at the blues game. It was a preseason game. So they were playing at Sprint Center.
0: Yeah, I literally and, couldn't find one video.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's not a lot of videos. I mean I think we may we might have like a couple one minute videos like maybe that our parents took or something like that. But it was it was like two ten minute sets in between periods of and justice for all covers, I think, is what it was.
0: Gotcha. So, do you think that like helped um, aid your like Facebook page? Like, did you get a lot of likes from that? Because I'm guessing stadium shows, like right after your set, people were plugging away.
1: Oh yeah, I'm, the thing about that is we didn't have Facebook or any social media until maybe a year and a half later.
0: Damn.
1: Yeah, we we that. That kind of was funny because we got a lot of offers and stuff like that, but from the videos that we had go viral on the street and stuff, but we didn't have any social media. So we didn't get like none of the followers we have now are from any of those videos because right. we didn't have social media
0: back then. Right. Gotcha. So uh,
1: they're all, yeah.
0: So in your Facebook bio, You guys talk about having influences of Macedon. I'm like, I love them. So what specifically makes you guys a huge fan of them?
1: Uh, I'll let everybody go, but me personally, this is Henry talking, me personally, uh, I think Brent Hines and Bill Kelly are the best guitar duo of this century. And they make, they're just, they've had, Remission through, practice guy was I think the best run of albums, and like that I've ever heard. I think they're just insane.
0: Yeah, emperor that yeah. the album Emperor Sand like I don't know they've got the I think the coolest thing about them is they have like they're a metal band right but they have yeah. melodic elements that like I, I want to call them like choruses or like pop songs but they make. They oh yeah, they venture. Yeah, they venture out. Sure. Yeah, they I, love venture out.
1: I, I love their last three albums too. I mean, I I actually love Emperor right. Sand too and The Hunter, uh, but they they venture out. Uh, I kind of respect that too. They 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 really don't stay boxed into one thing. Every yeah. every single album is different.
0: Yeah, they're not like just a freaking death metal band or just a yeah. you know thrash then, band or but, whatever.
1: Eli, you can talk about them. They're about Brawn and stuff. <laughs> I would I would say the same thing. Um, that's basically my opinion. Yeah, Braun Braun is in the top five drummers I've ever heard too.
0: Gotcha. So Eli. Um top three drummers of all time.
1: We'll give him a top five. That's top three's too hard. Top five? Uh, um, yeah. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Thomas Hake. Mario Duplantier. I, I don't know if these are in specific order because I'm not uh, Thomas Hake, Mario Duplantier,
0: um,
1: Ron Daler, and Neil Pert and Danny Carey. Neil Pert. Non- you
0: got to have Neil Pert, man.
1: Yeah, Neil, you got to have
0: him. You got to have him. So, who's the youngest dude in the band?
1: That's Abe. Abe, say hi. Hello. Bassist. Abe is. What
0: 13 13 abe what do you say to your friends at school when they look at your music
1: um i that is a that's a hard question to answer when i'm talking to my friends because it it is an embarrassing thing for me to talk about i don't know because I'm in a metal band, and my friends don't listen to metal. <laughs> right? But, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's how it was for me when I was little.
0: So, what about uh, what about band <laughs> class? Like me, I was the outcast kid that didn't know anything about theory. Do you guys do anything like that?
1: Oh, I this is Henry talking. I I took band for like two years, and that was the worst experience of my life. That was terrible.
0: Trumpet? <laughs> what'd you play? Bongos?
1: I I played percussion because I couldn't play anything else. You,
0: really? Right, just hit stuff. I guess I don't know.
1: Yeah, I was I was placed on triangle. It <laughs> <laughs> was the worst. Uh,
0: you got the it's best, hard. dude. The most obnoxious thing in band.
1: Yeah, I can't believe. I, yeah, it was ridiculous. It uh,
0: was terrible. <laughs> oh my god! So. I, 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 what does the thrash metal community have that no other genre offers to you guys?
1: Mm, uh fan-based loyalty. Yeah. Sure.
0: Yep. I'd say
1: so.
0: I and definitely Yeah, go ahead.
1: They I well, I'd say uh pe- people get on them for for wanting every album to kind of sound the same, you know, like the same thrash formula. I think they, I think thrash fans really know what they want. I don't even think it's a bad thing. Yeah. I know what I want when I, when a band's coming out with an album, I know what I want for sure.
0: Mosh. I mean, yeah, for sure.
1: I think a lot of thrash bands or thrash fans feel the same. Yeah, I, I guess a lot of albums surprise me, but in general.
0: Gotcha. So what are your thoughts on, I know that you guys, um, Open for Havoc recently. Um, what do you yeah, think? Of the, uh, yeah, what do you think of the new single Post Truth Era?
1: Um, I, well, that's, they have three new singles now, right?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, there's three, but that was the one I was most knowledgeable on, I guess.
1: That one sounds a lot like Blackened from Metallica. I, either. yeah,
0: I know. I know. <laughs>
1: yeah. But, um, I liked that. I liked, um, uh, what's it? Phantom. What's the other one called? Force. Phantom Force. Uh, no. is it? Yeah, Phantom Force. I like that one better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I. Yeah, basically. That, I think I, I like the first one better.
0: No. Dave's
1: Dave, Dave's vocals are really good though on all of them.
0: Yeah, I feel like. I mean, I saw them with Megadeth. Um,
1: yeah. I think... Oh yeah, on that.
0: Yeah, like I think two years ago, three years ago, and yeah, I didn't know I didn't know anything about them, and I saw them live. I'm like, yo, I'm sold. I'm yeah, they're
1: they really good live. I've seen them twice live. They're amazing.
0: Right. What else bands do you guys um, look up to, or like? I don't know. Um, if you had like a dream tour to play on, give me three bands. Ooh.
1: I'll let everybody go, but this is Henry. This is mine. Um, Gojira, Mastodon, Masuga. I guess this wouldn't be on the same tour, but I'd love to tour with Primus. Primus? <laughs> oh, yeah. Primus is insane.
0: Hell, yeah. What about you and, you guys?
1: Yeah. And Eli, yeah? Uh, I'd say uh, Gojira, Mastodon, sugar, and... Maybe tool, I'm getting into him. Oh. That tool would be awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean drums. That'd be an interesting tour watching him every night. Oh yeah. Abe, hey, what do you got?
1: Um, I have a pretty similar pretty similar lineup to Eli, um probably Meshuga, um, Gojira, and Mastodon.
0: Now If I, I'm gonna throw a wrench in this. Yeah. You can't. So Abe, three bands that they haven't named off yet.
1: Uh, Okay. Um, Megadeth, Metallica, and Rush. If Rush were still around, if Rush were still around, that'd be on all of our lists for sure. (laughs) Rush forever. Yeah. Um and if I could throw in this is Henry, if I could throw in King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. <laughs> I'd
0: tour with them. Hell yeah.
1: I'd tour with them. They're awesome.
0: So we've been teased about this new album. Um I saw you guys mess around with a mixer. Are you guys self recording?
1: Um wait, was that an Instagram video or something?
0: I don't know, something.
1: Um, well, we, did, we didn't self-record it. We did it with, um, we did it at a, a local studio called Cypher Sound Studios. Oh, you.
0: Gotcha. Um,
1: with Aaron Road, a guy named Aaron Rhodes, who was the engineer, and then Luke Smith, who is producing and mixing the album. And then we're still deciding on mastering, but we'll probably go with the same guy who mastered our single, Rory... Um, uh, oh, yeah, Flarity, clarity? I, I, something like that. Yeah, we're still deciding on that, but gotcha. um, we do a lot of stuff at home. That's why we post that stuff. Like right, we, right. Like, after the after we got out of the studio, we recorded a lot more, like, guitar tracks and stuff at home, and then we recorded some more vocals at home, and then all the bass was done at home.
0: Right, so you guys kind of um, blend. The
1: studio is mo- the drums
0: and rhythm guitars. Yeah, I. What I'm gonna the new project I'm starting. I'm gonna do exactly the same thing as you guys, man. Like, if you yeah. have if you have the equipment to do it, like, save yourself some money. It's not yeah, and it's the,
1: it's not even that expensive. Like, we we don't have super high end gear. We just do it with the stuff we have.
0: Yeah, it's literally you just need an SM57, and you have the exactly. cab, You have the cabinet, and yeah, I mean drums, yeah, you need an acoustic room, but other than that, like bass can be tracked. Yeah, that's at home. the only one
1: we can't do we for the first EP we did, we did drums at home and it, it's super hard to make that sound good without a real room.
0: So no, we did in a studio. How did that uh other in product uh, production wise how's this new album compared to the old one? Like lyrics wise or Um, riffage.
1: Uh, uh, I'd, this is gonna sound like every band ever, but it's way better. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'd say, well, it's longer, first of all. It's not even that much more, that many more songs. They're longer songs, and, uh, it's gonna be heavier guitars, more intricate, a lot different time signatures, uh, It's going to sound massive. I can't get out.
0: So what, what like tuning do you guys plan?
1: Uh, all standard East standard.
0: Really? No freaking way, dude.
1: Yeah. I, I, at least, okay. I don't, I don't find all the bands I love are like, I don't think any of them play in East standard. Like none of the ones I mentioned at least play in East standard most of the time, but, uh, Trying to make E standard sound heavy is kind of a fun, like, challenge. That you we know, do. I've I never. I, go ahead. You know, anything
0: else? I uh, so, I just bought a guitar and it's in standard, and I'm like debating on if I should just keep it because, like, I've been able to write more in that versus drop tuning. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm also. I could say it's just a challenge, but I, but it is mostly a challenge not to do. Some drop tuning stuff, but I also kind of I don't. It feels weird for me to write in drop tuning. I kind of suck at it.
0: Yeah. So who does the majority of writing for you guys?
1: Uh, it's mostly we just go downstairs and jam, all three of us, or sometimes just me and Eli. And we go down there, and basically, we'll we'll come out of the twenty or thirty minute jam with like two riffs, three riffs, and then we'll go from there.
0: Yeah. Just That's build my, right I'm off of done. that. Gotcha. So, do you guys do like pre-production with that, or? Um, uh,
1: what, what do you what do you mean by three, like like demos?
0: Yeah, I mean, like when you guys so say like right after this, you guys jam and you you figure out something cool. Do you guys have microphones oh, and shit to do drums and stuff as well? I literally put
1: my iPhone in the middle of the room. And then that's how the riff was done.
0: Old school, man.
1: Yeah, we. For the next album, since we have like a Focusrite and Reaper and Mm -hmm. some mics, I think we might do a little more pre production. But that, for this album and for the previous EP, we just did the iPhone thing. That's. It's easy. It's a way to keep the riffs without forgetting them.
0: So do you guys do the click tracks at the studio then?
1: Yes. And. In a sort of unprofessional move, we <laughs> we don't really practice to a click. It worked out fine in this video. But we kinda just when we're in there, we just program the click along to whatever you guys plan. Like we don't we don't go in there with a tempo map.
0: Right. Yeah. Maybe in the
1: future we won't. But well, this album didn't have too many tempo changes. Yeah, it's kinda easier. It, it's mostly over the same tempo in songs. Sometimes it speeds up and slows down, but or most of the stuff we're messing with is uh, time signatures, so tempo wasn't as much a problem in the studio.
0: Gotcha. So, other than like the um, the new album, what else do you guys have like on the back burner? Um, we got well.
1: Instead of keeping on playing more local shows, we're trying to uh, do a lot more national ones just around the country uh still trying to open for uh bigger bands that we like and mm. basically make more music probably i i want to get another album out as quick as possible after this one so we'll see
0: damn this man's got good work ethic
1: yeah i mean i yeah i just love making it so yeah just, as long as you pop out albums and we're still in school so it's fairly we don't have full time jobs so as long as we can keep doing that yeah
0: we'll do it. so if you had to uh pick one venue to play in a packed house um where would it be wait sold, i'm sorry what sold out show any venue in the world where would you play
1: the world um wouldn't be one of the festivals. It'd be huh. I've always wanted to play at There's a theater in Los Angeles called the Wiltern. Or the wind, is it called the Wiltern, I think. That theater is supposedly has amazing sound. And like every band that's come through there said they love it. Gotcha. I'd love to play there.
0: Yeah, I was um, I was thinking you were gonna say like the um, the Hollywood Bowl or something.
1: Oh no, I mean those, those. I I I want. I'm mostly focused on like the sound and what's yeah. gonna be the room and the audience.
0: Right. The Whiskey A Go Go. If you ever get a chance to play there, do it. That place is awesome. You, the Whiskey A Go Go in Los Angeles. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Heard a lot of stuff about that too.
0: Yeah, that. That's got a pretty big thrash community down there.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen a couple videos of Havoc playing there recently.
0: Right. Is there anything else that you guys want to talk about during this?
1: Um, I mean, I I think you pretty much covered everything. You pretty much covered everything.
0: Word. New album, what's the date?
1: What's the date or the name you said?
0: Date and name.
1: Uh, I can't. I can't even give you both because we don't have them. So like,
0: <laughs> shit.
1: The only thing we don't have for the album right now is well, two of those are things you asked, but date, name, and final artwork. Gotcha. Other than that, we're all set, pretty much. But it'll it'll be it'll be in the next month.
0: Awesome. And we're we not to
1: talk- do a big. We're not gonna do a big announce and then wait a long time. It'll be an announce and then it'll be pretty quick after that.
0: There we go. See, I don't like that. I don't like that. You know, teaser stuff where it's like I got an album coming and then it's like seven months out.
1: Yeah, all those big bands wait, make you wait like half a year. I don't like that.